Unique New York. Unique New York. What is that? Uh, you never saw uh, Anchorman. It's things he would say before he like went live. <laughs> you always have the crazy ones, man. No. <clears throat> I don't know. If it's not something in like uh, Marvel or DC, I don't know what you're talking about. How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? Let's see. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Wherever that came from. Uh, right on. From Anchorman, man. No, you know what was funny? On a totally different note, I was watching, uh, uh, well, reading and then watching. You remember the guy, the soup Nazi? Oh, yeah. From Seinfeld? Yeah, no soup for you. You, you know, yeah. Anyway, they, they were doing an interview with him. And he was saying just off that one bit that he did in Seinfeld that last year he's made the most money ever made in his lifetime. Crazy. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And he went on to say how, he, you know, sent a note to Jerry Seinfeld and how Jerry was like, Hey, that's just amazing. And anyway, just tell us to show how, you know, sometimes just as what you're describing, although I don't remember watching that particular movie, you know, these little one liners or these little bit offs can make huge impressions on people's lives. So, Thinking of Anchorman, that whole part where he's like, 30 seconds? We're on in 30 seconds? We're on there now? I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps like drinking a scotch and they're live. They're like, no, we're live. I don't believe you. Uh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <clears throat> How's it going? Going well, man. I am doing something right now that, and now I remember why I like literally drew a line in the sand and said, I'm not doing them anymore. Samples. So I agreed to do some samples to try to match a color. And, and no kidding. It's a color based on a cut off piece of their tin roofing. And I'm like, ah, you know what? What the hell? I haven't done this in so long. But you know what? I'm going to, you know, because this is going to be a cool project. I'm going to do it. Oh, my God. Do I remember why I don't do samples? Yeah. Un believable so you know i thought i'd be be able to catch up or, or earlier with you today and anyway i'll probably be doing more samples all this week trying to dial in a color and it's ridiculous i, I don't know how people do it no well excuse me now i know why people develop a, a color wheel or a set of samples and then maintain only those choices because this is ridiculous i don't it, there's just not enough money I don't care what you're charging uh, between the frustration and, oh, I'll do it again tomorrow. Oh, go again tomorrow. You don't really know the color until it's sealed. So, hey, this looks amazing. Then you seal it and go, well, that looks like garbage. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So, sorry. True story. That's, 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 yeah, that's been my day, man. Well, not just my day. This started last week, and I thought this was going to be a, a no-brainer, you know, based on a kind of this brown-green. Ah, come on. This is just stupid. Oh my goodness. Ridiculous. Are we still talking Which, about this? I am. Cause I'm oh. not done. Now I'm going to tell you the downside of maker mix. You can cut this out. The downside of maker mix. It enhances color too much. 
It's ridiculous. Well, not too much. It enhances color. It's ridiculous. You got to be like me and have the big brain to be able to reduce the pigment the proper amount. Next time, call I me know, up. I hope you out, John. I hope you out. Call me. I'm call down me. at 2%, and it's 10 times too dark based on... Anyway, and I know I'm just... It's really just me spewing. My back's against the wall, and I'm just swinging haymakers right now uh, because I'm sick of doing samples. <laughs> but, you know, that... 37 minutes we've been, been talking about this? How long has we been talking I know. about this? That's, I'm, I'm going to keep going. And what else? You know what uh, else I don't like about samples? Uh, <laughs> can you hear the rain outside? It's pouring rain right now. Like this big Is storm really? literally just rolled in since I started recording with you a few minutes ago. This it like got super dark and there's like lightning off in the distance and you might be able to hear the rain. It sounds like static, but that's rain right now. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Awesome, buddy. Dude, I'm in California. I don't. We had monsoon season. I think we're still in monsoon season, and I think we got an afternoon with like you know three minutes of rain. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> so, you know it sucks. I'm getting ready to move away from Northwest Arkansas, and this is my absolute favorite time of year, the fall. We're going into fall. Rain starts yeah. picking up, starts cooling down. You know, October, November, my absolute all-time favorite place to be is Ozark Mountains. And uh, I'm not going to be here, so a little sad. But we'll see what Kansas has in store. Maybe the fall in Kansas is pretty cool. I don't know. We'll find out. True, never been there. Same. Fall Fall is undeniably my favorite season. Yeah. To be honest. And then, you know, because the colors. I love colors. I love the, 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 the turning, you know, the oranges, the reds, the greens. I mean, I, yeah, I, I love when all this stuff. Fall is undeniably weather, true, but I love all the color. I love the cold mornings. You wake up, mm. you know, and it's chilly outside. You have to put on a jacket for the morning. It's going to be warm by afternoon, but it's cold in the morning. I love that. Yeah. I love that time of year, yeah, that right transitional on. time of year. It's the best. So anyways, uh, what else? We've talked about the weather. We've talked about samples. What are the boring things can we talk about? You want to talk about taxes? Well, that, let's I, talk about taxes. Well, yeah, let's talk about taxes. <laughs> um, I got a huge update. Huge. 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 Yeah. Huge. A very exciting update. Right. So what is going on this week? We have a container right now being loaded headed for Australia. This Sweet. Week. Yeah. Sammy Yarvel. Now don't tell anybody because he told me not to say anything. Okay. So it's going to be between us. <laughs> me and you. It's just between us. Okay. But yeah. So, I mean, that's big news. We've been working on that for a while. And Australia's had a lot of things happening over there that's kind of put the brakes on everything from floods and all kinds of crazy stuff. But uh, anyway, yeah, loading this week, hopefully shipping out. Now, I don't believe this, but according to the shipping company that Sammy's hired, and this is, see, I can't even say without chuckling a little bit based on what's happened with that um, container headed to the UK. They told him two to three weeks. Well, have you ever seen, um, what's that movie with Tom Hanks where they're remodeling the house? What movie is that? Oh, I don't, I don't remember the name the of the money movie, pit. but yes, I the do money remember pit The Money Pit is what it's called, The Money the Pit. The Money Pit. There you go. And the yeah, contractor, yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks, like, hey, man, how long is it going to take to uh, finish this up? He's like, about two weeks. Awesome. <laughs> oh, dude. Like six months later, how long to, uh, like the painter, how long to paint the outside? Two weeks. Sweet. Another six months later. How long to finish this up? Two weeks. Everything is two weeks. I have a feeling this freight company is like that. They're just like, eh, two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Sounds well, good. Uh, um, but yeah, crazy stuff getting into Australia. We had to get the pallet certified. Uh, I guess 
any timber, any kind of wood going into Australia, they're diligent about pest control. So a country founded with outlaws is worried about crazy, pests, right? About bugs. I'm telling you, um, I guess because they're on an island and you don't want some kind of invasive species coming in. But um, is it an yeah, island or so, is it a continent? Know, is Australia a continent or is it an island? I just think it was an island. I'm sure it's considered a continent. I don't but know. But it's an island. I don't know. It's big. That is big, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not like Hawaii. But um, well, Hawaii is more than anyway. one island. Hawaii is a series of islands. Agreed. Um, where was I going? So, yeah. So that, <laughs> to me, is some pretty cool news this week as an update of things going on. Awesome. So I wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. I can't. Ridiculous, yeah. Well, this is going to be a short podcast. I am moving my girls and son and wife and dogs up to Kansas tomorrow morning, early. We're getting up. We're loading up. We're leaving. So I got to record this. I mean, it's in late afternoon right now. I got to record this with you, edit it, and publish it tonight. So we're not going to do like an hour-long podcast. It's going to be like a 30, 40-minute max podcast. So let everybody know this is going to be a micro-podcast for BG and John. There you go. Well, out. then I'm just going to keep throwing some updates. Okay. Uh, here's another update. Let's hear it. On the last podcast, if I can talk, the last podcast, we were talking about health, silicosis, you know, um, dust and so forth and so on. So anybody listening, uh, BG and John making a commitment. We are going to push the design of our materials to even be cleaner so I'm not going to say how we're going to do it. We're still going to use some silica sands, but rad mix and so forth, we are going to see how far we can maintain everything we've done from a performance, but cut down on all of the potential for, or let's say, make them healthier. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. I've started working on that this week and substitutions for a lot of the things that we're doing and see where we can make those adjustments without compromising strength. But quite frankly, I'm just going to put, even if we do, when I say strength, if we lose some compression, I don't care. I really don't yeah, care. Yeah, nobody's going to be under deathbed uh, two years early and be like, but I got it to 30,000. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad so I got that I extra really, PSI. Paid off, right, didn't it? So I just, I, I wanted to throw that out there for anybody listening that that is a move that is something that Brandon and I, we've obviously been, I mean, me certainly with sealers, things to be safe, safe use. And, and I'm going to make, we're going to start making the transition based on the materials to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to see where that goes without compromising performance or compromising the least possible with the intention of cut down on all of this silicosis potentials awesome. they won't be in there anymore except for the obviously if we design still around silica sands but so, that's only for maker mix right just for maker mix yeah, yeah i think a rad mix will be yeah uh silicate free yeah that's what i'm saying so the mm -hmm. product we export to australia could be a silica free silicosis free product correct yeah yeah insane. no if they put if he pushes his designs around you know glass sands which are amorphous and so forth, then, yeah, then he could actually have a fully uh, silica-free, crystalline silica-free. That's amazing. So, yeah. Game so I'm, I'm really excited about that. Really yeah. excited. It's awesome. 
I was listening to Joe Rogan. You know, I've been going back and forth to Kansas and it's long drives. Listen, Joe Rogan, uh, one of the recent podcasts was with Mark Zuckerberg, and I didn't really think I was going to like that interview, right? I was like, eh, whatever. Really? I'll listen to it. Turned out to be a pretty good interview. Actually, surprisingly good. But um, one of the things they talked about was Joe Rogan was talking about kind of uh, the birth of all these opportunities for people, social media to grow businesses like chefs that now film themselves cooking and that's all they do and they make all their income from that or whatever, right? right. Musicians that get mm-hmm. big contracts just from music they put up on, on social media and how they get found that way. And it's, it's actually been a pretty cool thing. But he's talking about in this country, the only way to be truly free, the closest thing to free that anybody's ever going to be is to own your own business. To own your own business, write your own paycheck your own way create your own opportunity that's the only way to be free as long as you're you know employed by somebody doing something you're you're not truly free and i mm-hmm. just another thing about like you know what we do with concrete design school and the kodiak pro and that's really a big focus of this is to help people be successful entrepreneurs and to have successful businesses that earn income for them themselves and family their future their college fund that's what we're about and uh, I don't yeah. know, just the, the whole discussion when they were talking about that, I was thinking about what we've been working on. We've been working on, you know, Concrete Design School is, you hear that thunder? I do. I hear oh, that in the dude, background. It's so That's cool. awesome. You should, you should smell it. Dude, I have the windows open. It smells so good out here right now. Yeah. The forest and the rain, it's amazing. But, uh, you know, Concrete Design School, we've been going now for s- almost 17 years. We've been doing Concrete Design School. And, you know, it's been the mission the whole time of the Concord Design School is to help people run successful businesses. But then with the, with the uh, start of Kodiak Pro and these materials that really help people create the best products, easier, stronger, denser, higher quality, um, and more cost effective because of reduced labor, all those things, we're really focused on helping people develop, grow, and uh, kind of sustain self-employment. Yeah, that's yeah. true. No, I was you just talking excited to about one of the guys in Texas. Huh? No, I, well, I'm just, I was just thinking, as you're saying, it goes through my head. I just talked to uh, Casey, I think his name was, in Texas today for that. He's, he, I, I had no idea. Apparently, he already picked up some materials from Joe. And so I called him up via some other stuff, a tech support issue. And it, my point being is right now, he's like, man, I've been doing, you know, residential and commercial for 20 years. And then he was going off and picked up some again, not expecting He goes, this is a game changer. He goes, now he's looking to convert everything he's doing. He's 50 years old, convert everything he's doing into his own business and separate from all that kind of stuff. Apparently he has used some other products, but he found him and according to him, in, incredibly labor intensive. He goes, John, I, I poured an entire project and like I was done, I couldn't believe it, and I wasn't hurting. And I'm like, yeah, well, there you go. It's because you're dealing with two old men that are that are designing the materials. <laughs> well, speak for yourself. I'm like Benjamin Button. I just I get younger, I get better looking. Is that what it is? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I'll just blame it on me then. How about me? Yeah, more more uh, stamina in bed. You know, you know. There you go. You know. No, I don't. I don't want more stamina in bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, <clears throat> must be that Kodiak Pro um, yeah. but yeah it, it, it is insane I did the countertops for my house 
I posted some photos on, on Facebook and uh, I'll be taking some nice photos here. We get the appliances, the kitchen's done um, for the Kansas house, but uh, we get the appliances installed on Friday and I'll take some finished photos and post them. But the countertops, you know, I formed them, uh, silicone the edges. Uh, there's a little trick I like where I use foaming glass cleaner to tool the silicone when I tool it and it keeps it from sticking at all. So instead of doing the wax and tooling the silicone and then mm. letting it cure and peeling the excess, with this trick, you put the silicone in, shake up the can of the spray uh, glass cleaner, the foaming glass cleaner, spray it, and then take your tool and tool it, and it, all the excess, like I say all the, there might be one little bit here and there that you take a razor blade and clean up, but 99% of the excess comes out. And Cool. Yeah, so I did that. So the day that I cast them, I essentially, I want to say, I'm going off memory, but I want to say I formed them in the morning, did that little trick, and we cast them that afternoon. And then the next day I demolded them and I sealed them that afternoon. Yeah. Huh? And they were perfect. No slurry, <laughs> no pinholes, yeah. no bug holes, none of it. Perfect. Done. So uh, it's incredible. You know, I'm not, I'm not a big person to like advocate doing projects in two days. There's no point in killing yourself. And there's no point a, a client can wait. I don't think a client's expecting to get it day after tomorrow. But the point is you can do it if you have to. It's if nice you, to know you can. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There's not I a two-week, three-week timeline to do a project start to finish. You can get it done. I mean, back in the old days, we were curing things for five days, demolding, letting them set so they get below 2.5%, 2% moisture content. You know, the whole thing, you'd acid etch. If you acid etch or water polish, because we water polish back then, then you have to let them set for an extra three four days to, to dry out enough to seal. Yep. Uh, and then once you sealed them, you want them set for a week, two weeks before you deliver them or put them in a crate. I know those are long timelines. And uh, with the with this new generation of materials, and I say new generation, it's not a new generation, this this whole new um, class of materials, it's it's not even in the same ballpark, but you can you can do things. You can form, cast in one day, demold, seal the next day if you have yeah, to. Yeah, more and more people are learning that. So I think for I don't know how many days straight, and I'm if he listens to the podcast, he might so I'm just I'm not gonna use his first name. I'll just go with his last Buddy name. Rhodes. Farley. Oh. Yeah, right? Buddy. Buddy Farley. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to use his last uh, name, guess... but his first name is Buddy. <laughs> Nobody knows this guy. He <laughs> flies under the radar. Him. Nobody's heard of him. And there's no another guy. Buddy. I'm not going to use his last name, but his first name is no. Futong. Futong. There you go. But again, nobody yeah. knows of these two no, individuals. You never know who I'm talking about. Yeah, anyways. Anyway, for, I don't know, a couple, three days straight, he was calling me very... Um, which apprehensive. I'm going to use apprehensive because although he's done some small stuff, this was, he had a project, 1100 pounds of material that he needed to cast everything pretty much back to back. So called me up. We kept probably a couple, three, four conversations about what fiber loadings. And you can tell he was just a little apprehensive, man. I mean, and I would be too. That's a, that's a big cast. In my opinion, that's a big cast. I think he had a, Load the mixer a couple, three times, or no, four times, I think. Yeah, 250 pounds, as I remember. And afterwards, he was blown away because he had the whole thing done in like a couple hours. He goes, John, this is ridiculous, ridiculous. And he, he had bought, an, uh, um, that's what it was, because he had bought a mixer for it, so he didn't have to do it all by hand. But again, it was all new, 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 new. And to realize what a game changer that he walked into now, 
it was really cool to hear that feedback. Meaning now, when I say feedback, wasn't just pump. Uh, you w- listen to apprehension, go to complete confidence. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was very cool. It's awesome. What else? What do we have concrete related to discuss? You know, I just gave the little trick, little trick with the uh, foaming glass cleaner, which is a game changer. Let me tell you the other part of that trick, because I've tried it before. I've used it in workshops when we have to like, you know, silicone and cast same day which I'm not usually a fan mm-hmm. of. But um, with those, I was using a caulk gun. It wasn't a dripless caulk gun. It was like, a, you know, it was a high quality caulk gun, but it put out more material. And so the problem was when I would spray it with the spraying glass cleaner and tool it, there was more excess to pick up just because the nature of that gun. Even if I cut a small tip, it just had like, maybe it's the, rate, the gear ratio on it or something. It just puts out more material. But the dripless that I have puts out just a small amount of material, like a very precise amount. And that's really the secret, is I used that dripless caulk gun. I couldn't find the other one. I used that one and sprayed it and then tooled it. I was like, oh, my God, this is insane. Because now, it's what not, are you calling a dripless caulk gun? Is it a, well, a they name sell them, brand or yeah, something? Yes, name brand. They're yellow. Um, they sell them at Lowe's and Home Depot now. They, you, got, you just have to order them on Amazon Ooh. or whatever. But now they sell them at Lowe's and Home Depot, and they're not that expensive. They're like 15 bucks. But what they do is they have a mechanism. It's, it's the brand name, Dripless Caulk Gun. I want to say it's the brand name. Uh, really? But when you let off the trigger, they automatically back up like a quarter of an inch, the plunger. So instead of like having oh, to remember to, to pull off on the back, you know, and you forget half the time you're caulking and you stop and you have to like pull the back, but you don't. And then you set the caulk gun down and, you know, just goos out and then you have to clean all that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, these... The mechanism is when you left the trigger, it like backs up like a quarter of an inch. It lets all the pressure off. Now, you know, some caulk guns are still some built up pressure and it'll continue to ooze a little bit, but it's minuscule compared to a traditional caulk gun. And uh, they just put out a more precise uh, amount of silicone. I don't know if they'd work well for something more viscous, you know, like uh, liquid nails or PL adhesive, something like that. But uh, for silicone, they're great. Phenomenal. No, that's cool. I'll look for that. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, concrete related. All right, I got something concrete related. Okay. Something I've been testing. Yeah. So we go back. So I don't know how long ago. Steve Prokopovich, and I'm probably doing his last name. So if he's listening, he had started using some sugar, asking about sugar and the different retarders in comparisons to cream of tartar, which is recommended, zinc oxide that's recommended, and now sugar. So what I've been testing is the comparison of, me- of the three. I totally, and I even posted about the mechanism of action, so I'm not going to go into all that, but I've been testing the three to see what the benefits and the drawbacks were. So with sugar, again, we're talking cheap, just basically C&H ground sugar, not, not the expensive granule stuff, just the cheap, you know, table sugar. What I found very cool about this, aside from the retarding action of the C3S and blah, 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 it definitely opens up and maintains the Super P charge longer. So I'm gaining about almost 25 minutes of plasticizing efficiency with the use of sugar as I'm not getting with the cream of tartar or the zinc oxide. So... Uh, as a recommendation moving forward, and again, a Kodiak Pro tip, one of the misunderstandings with this kind of mix is when it stiffens up, people think, oh my God, it's going off. Well, typically, it's not what the issue is. It's the plasticizer died. 
I mean, when you have a mix with very low water and plasticizer is what's giving you its movement, you know, somewhere around as little as 20 to no more than about 35 minutes, when that plasticizer dies off, the whole mix shuts down. But that's not setting. I mean, that's just shut down. So in this case, the sugar, as I'm seeing, one, no more than two grams per 50 pounds of dry materials is opening up almost 20 more minutes, man. 20 what more minutes. What does sugar do to strength, I'm though? Getting... I've, always, I've always heard it greatly reduces strength, sugar does. Only if you overdo it, but that could be said with all of them. That's why I'm saying one to two grams. I won't go any more than that. One to two grams. Now, I haven't tested strength, but what I can, you know, let's say subjectively, I'm saying the strength is actually increased. It has not gone what? down at all. And I'm str I'm telling you, and I'm strictly going by ability to sand and cut. Uh, there's no question that it's gotten stronger. There's no question about it. But again, sugar I'm it? only talking about using... Yes. Yeah, it's one to two grams, no more than that. Let's not let's not tell Trinic about this. Uh, or, uh, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna put that in the mix. Stone. Don't tell Fishstone about the sugar. What I am gonna recommend to people is if you need to open up. In this case, I'm gonna say the working time, not set time, none of that kind of stuff. You just need the plasticizer to last a little bit longer. Then sugar is gonna be my go-to recommendation. One to two grams hmm. per bag undeniable. Oh yeah. That, that maintain comparatively speaking, it maintained my spread, my pore spread. Uh, it was ridiculous, ridiculous. Um, what it's doing from that point of view. Hmm. So there's a little thing I'm going to, yeah, I plan on doing a write up here pretty soon. And so I'm, I'm going to include tip. sugar as one of them, just the tip. Just the I'm tip. only going to put the tip in John Schuler. Yeah. Don't just the tip. Anything. Just a tip. Yeah, just a tip. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in. So those I'm gonna those are now gonna be our three recommendations. I'll probably do a write up based on their mechanism of action, uh, but I'm doing a little more deep dive. It'd be nice to know what it's doing to the plasticizing charge. I'm guessing it's actually as a chelation, but again, that's I'm speculating. Hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, these, that was pretty um, cool, man. These old school uh, ready mix drivers carry Coca Cola in their truck and if it starts going off they'll dump a two liter thing of coca-cola in the mix i mean they've been doing right. that for 30 40 50 years um so yeah you know, but that would that that's a whole different thing that would compromise there's yeah. no question but it's the and sugar those right are the, sugar is what's what is yeah, it's the sugar yeah yeah same way when the guys you know you spread it over to get the exposed aggregate or is yeah, it the no, citric is it the citric acid in it that's doing it or is it the sugar or is it a combination of the two no that's I think it's the sugar. I mean, the citric, because the citric, that would only really act on like illuminates. Okay. And there's not a whole lot of illuminates, yeah, yeah. In, in conventional concrete. So in that case, it doesn't just retard, it just like shuts it down. But that's not what it's doing here. Well, and also yeah, do that not for at exposed. The low, well, let me clarify. Yeah, right? if you went higher yeah. for exposed aggregate. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, well yeah, they'll, they'll pour they a slab do. and then they'll, they'll like take Coke and just, you know, spray it out onto the slab and yeah. then pressure wash it off. Yeah. On the yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I, I agree. That's compromising under those conditions. This, the one to two gram zone, no, not at all. One uh, to two grams per what? Per bag? Per 50 pounds. Yeah. yeah per, per 50 pounds, 50 pounds of so dry not per So pound. one bag. Not per no, pound. No, no, no. One gram. 
per bag. Say what? I'm sorry. Well, I'd say if it's one per to two bag. grams per pound, then a 50-pound bag, that'd be 100 grams. That'd be a lot of sugar. No, 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 no. Yeah, see, that would shut it down. Yeah. That would ruin it. But one to two grams per 50 pounds of dry materials. Bra. And I'm basing it on that. Dude, that sounds awesome in the background. I know. Like, well, awesome. it like flickered in here, the lights. We'll see what happens. I'll probably get shocked in my ears. I got, you know, plug-in headphones on right now. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm, I'm basing it on dry mix for, because the same thing would happen with the uh, rad mix. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, good thing our competitors don't listen to this. But I'll put that out. So there's there's a little tip. Yeah. If yeah. you want if you want to open up the plasticizer time, and maintain it one to two grams, no more than that per fifty pounds of dry mix, it's pretty bomber. Nice. What else? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I can think of, man. So you got, we talked about the pads last week. Mm-hmm. No, nope. Yeah. I got an email back today. We should have all those pads here. He thinks in two weeks. So, Sweet. so I should have those available, but you'll be in. Yeah. It's up to you. You're going to have to load them on the site, but I've gotten lots of, a lot of calls from people wanting those. So cool. Well, we've had, uh, real quick, we've had a lot of registrations in the last week for the concrete hoedown and the holler. So, you know, we had that little yeah, conversation last week. Today. Yeah, well, we had that conversation last yeah. week. We were telling people, hey, don't wait till the last second. You want to get in, get in, because we might at some point cut it off if there's too many people. And you don't want to be like, well, I was going to wait and see. And then, you know, you waited too long. Uh, I think people heard that because we had quite a few registrations. So uh, that's good. Um, October 14th and 15th, McEwen, Tennessee, which is outside of Nashville, about an hour. But it's going to be a good time. Two days. I've. The thing is, I've received a lot of emails in the last week of people wanting to know when the next workshop is. And honestly, it's probably going to be spring because if we have this hoedown in the fall, nobody really likes to do training in the winter um, when it's icy out. You know, I mean, I'm going to be in Wichita, which snows and ices and uh, Dusty Shop, they get snow and ice. I Maybe we could do it at your shop. But again, eh, wintertime is when you take a break. Um so it'll yeah. probably be spring. <laughs> spring 2023 is when we'll have the next pinnacle. But people have been asking me. But, you know, I keep telling them, like, hey, well, you know, it'll probably be spring, but we have this uh, pinnacle, or I'm sorry, we have this uh, concrete hoedown and holler event, two days. It's not training, but you're going to learn. And I don't think people uh, really understand, like, we're going to be mixing concrete, we're going to be casting concrete, we're going to be sealing concrete, we're going to be there to answer all your questions. So if you're wanting to pick up some knowledge, and you don't want to wait until spring to come to a class and still come to that class in spring. But if you want to get started now, come to this event too. You will learn a ton. Oh, you'll definitely learn. We're just not going to be making countertops. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to, uh, fabric form some, well, I shouldn't say that. I may end up doing that for my form to make my whatever that I'm shooting my ball or whatever. But, um, the point being is, yeah, this, if you still want to come learn how to use the materials, what it feels like, put your hand, be around a bunch of people that are all as much or more interested in what we're doing, then hell yeah, this would be a thing to do. Come spend a couple of days. And yeah. ask all your questions. Come with your questions. Come ready to, to absorb mm-hmm. as much as you can because, yeah, there's going to be a lot of knowledge shared. So uh, for people listening that are, you know, like, well, I want to come to the class great we want you in class but if you want to get started sooner you want to play around this this winter you want to you know start getting your hands and mix and and casting things come to the concrete hoedown 
pick up some uh, techniques and, and get familiar and comfortable with the mix and, and casting and sealing and curing and, you know, all the things we do. And, you know, go home and make stuff. And then come spring, come to a six-day, very structured workshop where we have class books and we have a curriculum and we have, you know, all the things we cover. And those are much, much more focused on here's how to do X, Y, Z, where right. this is more on here's the mix, here's casting, here's curing, and having a good time, just having a well, really fun Well, and you can play time. with different methods. I mean, Dusty has everything from an Imer 120, assuming we're going to use it, to hand mixers. To, I mean, so there's there's other yeah, – anyway, I guess what I'm saying, this is still an event that could have a lot of questions answered just based on what's going on. For as sure. long as people are, you know, let's say – use them use it nice come out to a shop that's part of this whole thing you know have respect for all his stuff and <clears throat> and then i'm gonna sit in the 120 and just spin around <laughs> <laughs> i can see that i can see that dude aaron mankin right. there's a there's a video of aaron mankin you know my mixing stand that i made for my handheld mixer my color mix there's a video yeah. of aaron mankin standing on top of it dancing at one of our workshops he climbed up on it. You ever see that video? And he's dancing. I did. Oh yes, I God, did. So uh -huh. Yeah. Speaking of making, he, I think he's going to be coming to, uh, to the concrete cool. hoedown. So yeah, so that's going to be a good time. What else? Anything, John well, Schuler? That's, that's all the updates I can think of right now, man, as in updates. So, hey, just to let everybody know, too, we're going to have a little bit of a lag between podcasts. So the, today's Monday. I'll release this one, but it'll probably be mid to late following weeks, almost a two-week period between podcasts. So just know it's going to be a little bit longer between podcasts this time around. Uh, in the meantime, feel free to reach out to me or John through the website. And uh, everything's going fine. People are placing orders fine. No, no technical difficulties. So that's good. We got all that resolved. Yeah, no hiccups, man. It's been going great. Yep. Now I got to knock on something. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get off here. I'm going to edit this. I'm going to go uh, drink some whiskey. Well, and wait, can go we sleep. just get a moment of silence? Because I haven't heard rain in yeah. so long. Yeah, let's listen. I just want to listen to it. Okay. That's soothing. Dude, I like that. It's so soothing. Here, let me see. How long is my, uh, how long is my cord here? I'm going to walk over there. Here, hold on one second. Dude, that just sounds awesome. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, it is awesome. It, I got the windows. It almost looks like it's nighttime. It's so dark out, this storm. There's only supposed to be like a 30% chance of rain. And it is just coming down like crazy, which I love. So. Awesome. All right, homie. Well, we will talk right. soon. And for all our Kodiak Pro family out there, again, reach out to me or John with any questions. Or if you need any help with anything, we're happy to help you. And we will exactly. uh, we'll see you in about a week and a half. Drive safe, man. Thanks, Drive buddy. safe. All right, man. Uh. Adios. Bye. Adios.